0: Ten,
1: nine, nine, eight, eight
0: seven, seven, six, six, five, five, four, four, three, three,
1: two, two, one, one. Woohoo!
0: Woohoo! <laughs> What's popping, everybody?
1: LA. Oh my god.
0: Oh my god! This chat is running up oh right now. Oh my
1: god.
0: All this love and support is uh, truly, truly, truly appreciated, my friends. Hi,
1: everyone.
0: Welcome to the Willy Nilly Show. Brought to you by myself, Nico Blitz, and the one and only...
1: Lily Kay. <laughs> I am freaking... Okay. I am nervous. I will be very honest. This has been... We've been waiting for this for so long to happen.
0: uh we really have. And uh, I don't know, Lily, I don't know if you were feeling this way, because before the podcast, I took a nap. And before right. the podcast, I woke up thinking like, oh, my God, I'm just like so jittery right now. I'm kind of excited, <laughs> kind of nervous. Like, h- how are you feeling before everything started?
1: I, you know, I mean, today I, I was like thinking about, you know, um, the podcast and how we're going to start it, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, I have to say, I'm like, I was, I was nervous because all the weeks before that we talked about it, it's like, oh yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then now suddenly it's the day. So it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. Oh God. And, and, you know, thankfully, um, people have been asking like, oh, um, you know, um, what are you going to do in the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. So, the fact that people have been excited for this helped me so much, but also yeah. made me nervous so much, I think, more than if, if no one would have waited for this.
0: Well, I think I think it was right to start this because I, I don't even remember whose chat room it was. I think it was either mine or yours, but everybody was talking about like, yo, you guys need to do a podcast together. And no. it's funny because I truly do not believe you can joke with us. No. Because the second... Anybody in here jokes with us? Like you it's and gonna I. It's going to
1: happen. It's
0: going to happen cuz we take it so not seriously, but we're just like, "Oh, this is a great idea."
1: <laughs> yeah, be careful because this is literally how this happened and everything else. Like whenever we talk about things like, "Oh, you know what? We should just do this." And like ha 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 ha. But then it's like, "No, wait, I'm serious." And then yeah. you were like, "Yeah, I'm serious too." Okay, let's do it. It's more like a, it's like a, "Okay, cool, let's do it." Let's see. Let's well, do it. <laughs>
0: No, I, and I repeat this to a lot of people, but it's like the reason why I mess with you so much, Lily, is because you take initiative, but then you're also just down to do everything. Like there's so much to do. Like I'll see you on like so many different raid trains, I will see you just on everyone's show and I'm just like, "Oh my god, like this is the type of energy that I love being around, just people who like to just get things done over and over again."
1: but that's like right back at you, right back at you. Cause you're on like three times the amount of what I am on (laughs) and you have like an energy and I've told you this several times, you're a ball of energy. I'm gonna use this expression again, ball of energy. I don't even know where it comes from but it's so amazing to see. And like the the fact, I don't think I have, you know I have things that I'm like, oh, that would be so much fun to do but there's no one ever around to really do that then. Mm. And I felt like what happened here with you was that I would throw out a joke, joke, idea a joke <laughs> <a> joke. Um, <laughs> and you would take that as you know serious and you would even put on that or the other way around, like where we would just build up, build up and be like, okay, but then we could also do this. you know
0: yeah, like, no that's true.
1: The and whole I thing think- with, with the with the celebration for you know when we become partner on Twitch, uh-huh. Like, that was a joke on another person's stream, <laughs> where we where we were just chatting and listening to the stream, and then we said, you know, um, we should do a 24-hour stream. Yeah, but we should split it. Yeah, right. Maybe we should do tw- 12, uh, 24 hours and 24 hours. Yeah, we can do that, and then do the podcast after. Yeah, sure. You know, like, this yeah. is...
0: Well, j- just to put it into perspective for everybody, like, that joke that Lily was just talking about, right? So basically what we're gonna end up doing, because it's no longer a joke now, we're gonna do a back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back, to, back to back back for. To- back So right. it might start off with me and then I'll raid Lily, but I'm yes. gonna do 12 hours. Yes. And then I'm gonna raid into Lily, she'll do 12 hours. Then, then she's then gonna leave. raid back into me.
1: Exactly. For 12
0: hours. And then I'm gonna raid back into her, so she does another 12 hours. And then after that, we're going to top it off with a two-hour podcast so we can hit 50 hours.
1: 50 hours. Okay, we didn't yeah. talk about 50 yet, but cool. I well, like I mean, that. I, I like thought it last
0: like two hours, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 50, so, 50, know. 50.
0: But, you know, okay. again, it's that it's that energy that you bring, and it keeps me motivated to want to do even more. Like, you know, I'm the type of person who likes to get so much stuff done so that once I see somebody who can, like, get stuff done, I'm like, okay. I want to be around this person more. I want to see how much more we can get done together. So at the end of the day, I think our energies, which just intertwined, really brought together the willy-nilly show, the highly anticipated willy-nilly show, if I may add. Oh, my God. (laughs) And, uh, you know, before we even get even deeper in the podcast, like, we were even going through so many different names. Oh, my God.
1: Oh my god and I want to thank every <laughs> every single person who has given ideas for the names and I do have the channel still on my discord I think or is it gone
0: It was a lot of your community giving the names last-
1: Yeah it, it it's gone but I have I have screenshots It was things like you know what was the first one um uh the the sit down was one that I really loved too and oh my- I think we talked about it the sit down I think it was Kev the sit down would have been perfect but because this is going back to how we how we first really connected um That's true. i know that we met in the chat um of dj john lee's stream where we started talking but then once we visited each other's stream uh, i remember that day so vividly um i think that was the beginning of everything when mm. kev during my morning stream told me please, you have to check out Nico aka Blitz right now. He just named his stream uh, Liddy K Vibes. And I remember just laughing, being like, okay, I know where to go. Let's just quit. Let's let's stop now and go. I need to see what's happening. Wait, and that was you are
0: on my channel?
1: No, 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 no. That was oh, not good. the first time. But oh, that was good. the first time we really, like, no, I was like really, before yeah. that. But, like, all the jokes happened after that. That's true, yeah. You know, because I was there and, like, uh, I remember we had um, our Cuffin sets in the same week and, like, you know, this, like, friendly, like, watching each other's stream. But that was the moment where I was like, okay, what is, we we started having these jokes. This was also, I think, either that day or another day where you started playing Birdie, the song uh, Don't Touch My Birdie.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: That was another thing that built up then. And so the sit down was perfect because that was basically going back to that one thing pretty much in the beginning where you said you're doing Lily K vibes and I go into your stream and you're sitting, putting your hair down and greeting everyone with good morning. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's me. Like, you know what I mean? Like for me, it was like, what? Oh, that's sitting down is my thing. Apparently.
0: (laughs) It, It was because, you know, truthfully, when, uh, I first saw your stream, there was just so many different factors that made me turn my head. One, you were sitting down, and I'm like, I don't know that many DJs who sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Two, as I'm just listening, I kind of had you in the background, and I'm like, oh, okay, she speaks German, because she's obviously playing, like, a string of German music. And then you start playing Japanese music. I'm like, okay, maybe (laughs) she's an anime fan or whatever. But then you start speaking in Japanese, and I'm over here just like, what the heck? Like, it it was just like a, it was just one of those moments where I really had to turn my head and I said, who is this person? And you were just kind of like this, this enigma that a lot of people in here probably see the exact same way. Like, yo, like she is just a very interesting person. And it made me think like, I want to get to know more about her because how are you in New York? You are, uh, you know, you speak German and you also speak Japanese. I'm like, I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. And so, you know, me just being like the uh, the social butterfly, I, I like to make fun of people who, like, I enjoy watching. Not make fun. I like to yeah, I mimic to people that I enjoy watching. And, yeah. I mean, you know, going back to that day, I think after I mimicked you, like, that's really where our friendship really just started to blossom. And here we are now. Yeah. And now, like, you know, I, I would like to think that my community and your community are kind of just one right now.
1: Well, they're 60%, yeah.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, like, how... What? I I know your community was coming up with most of the names. What names did we have yes. again?
1: So we had... Sorry, I, I thought I had them here. So it was the sit-down. Then we had... Um, God, I had all these names on... Wait, I sent them.
0: We had it was like...
1: like the bird uh, oh
0: Birds oh, eye. I, oh well, eye to eye eye to eye i because actually that was height. mine.
1: yes because it was the height because we talked once about height on a stream and the funniest thing was your response was like it was like how tall are you five eight and then you were like oh we're eye to eye i thought that was like one of the funniest responses <laughs> ever <laughs> eye to eye so i, I wanted that and then we had, oh my God, we had something like
0: I think we were also talking about goat farms or something.
1: Oh my god, that was us. Yeah. Because <laughs> we okay, one day we were like, okay, we need to come like choose a name now. We have several suggestions. Um mm-hmm. and then, but then we were I we were like talking, you know, like, oh, but you know, um, again, uh I think I was saying like, you know, uh I think you're a ball of energy and like, it's really motivating and da da da. Like what, what like broken record, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you're yeah. amazing. Da, da. And then I said, I said, you know, cause I think you said um, uh, you're a goat. And then I, I wanted to give back the compliment. <laughs> I, I think I said, you know what? Goat farm. <laughs> <And>
0: then, <laughs> we spawn nothing but goats.
1: I just wanted, I just wanted to give back more of a compliment. Because I thought one goat is not enough now that you gave me this goat. I thought, I want to give you a whole goat farm. We're all
0: goats. We're all Biria. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then we talked about fruit Farms and how that will be funny. But then we said, and then what was it? It existed already, right?
0: Which one? Oh, yeah, goat yeah. I think, I think Goat Farms podcast already existed. So already like, we, can't, we can't go with a name that's already out there. So then is- I remember you sending me a list. And then someone had suggested nilly, just N-I-L-I.
1: Nilly show. It was Nilly. Nilly The Nilly show.
0: And I was like, okay, obviously, like I'm Nico and she's Lily, so N-I-L-I. But then I kept on thinking to myself, like, hmm, Nilly. I, I literally said this out loud to myself, Nilly, Nilly, Nilly. Oh, willy nilly. And then I was like, okay, well, willy-nilly is definitely a phrase, but what exactly does willy-nilly mean? And I think right. I had told you, I was like, willy-nilly means whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I texted that to you, and you were like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, what did you say? What did you I say? I said
1: that's perfect because – whether you like it or not, we're gonna do what we're gonna do our thing. We're we're gonna be stupid on this. Yeah. So that was perfect. But then you were like, what about willy-nilly show? And I was like, Yeah. But I kept reading it too. I did the same thing. I was like, Willy-nilly show, Willy, Willy. And I said to you, I said, I see I keep seeing sausages. Why do I see sausages? <laughs> <laughs> that was my response. I didn't say I think I didn't say. Anything, but I don't know. I like it, but I keep seeing sausages, and I don't know why.
0: Well, I, I think it was because of the willy part. Yes. Because you ended up texting me saying, like, you you mentioned something about a uh, when you learned about sex education when you were younger.
1: Yeah, in, like, fourth grade or yeah. third grade. No, earlier. We had to – and I've said this on stream once, that this day is so odd to me in my memory – we had to come up with names, write them down on paper, names for, can I say it here? Yeah. I don't know. The yeah, rules. Say
0: whatever, say whatever but, the fuck for, you want. Really.
1: Nice, thanks for the starting thing. Um, we had to collect names, nicknames for penises with like in second grade or third grade. And then we have this list and I remember one that won in our class was Willie. Willie won, okay? So for me, it's like kind of a trauma too. But like every time I see Willie, I just see sausages. But then I was like, wait, this is actually amazing because we've been having this like birdie joke the whole time, the entire mm-hmm. time. This is perfect. Because we had suggestions about like birdie. I, I saw Megan typing birdie to birdie as a suggestion. Birdie, too. To that birdie was, also, was
0: another suggestion. I forgot about that.
1: That was that one. a good one, really good one. But then I was like, wait, we have how do you say hit hit two birds with a stone
0: to kill two birds with one stone with one
1: stone by choosing willie because now we also can include the meaning birdie because that's willie is a birdie to me
0: yeah so yeah yeah because willie essentially was a nickname for birdie which is a nickname for penis and so like i don't know when when we were talking about it i think I could say simultaneously, our minds were just blown. Like, oh my god! Like, by first of all, of- by the by, the levels to this freaking name, wh- from the birdie jokes to the willy to willy nilly, meaning whether you like it or not, to nilly nah. just being half of my name and half of your name, we were just like, oh my god! Like, and I told you it would just naturally come to us because we were trying to force a name initially, but yeah. this one just naturally came, and I'm like, yo, this is yeah, and insane. That-
1: that that did just come, like, boom, out of nowhere. That was amazing. And then the amount of exclamation marks we had, I think that was clear, like, in the text, like, just the exclamation marks we all, like, this was clear. This is it. This is willy-nilly show. That's it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now, and so, yeah,
1: people have been asking why, but th- this is why, how we got to this name.
0: My friends, that is exactly how we got to a willy-nilly show. So I hope you guys enjoy the uh, the way we went about this name. And, uh, you know, we're we're just genuinely excited to really start off this podcast because, you know, for every reason, the fact that we want to give you guys content that you guys can use and hopefully carry on for the rest of your lives. And either way, we're going to do it, whether you like it or not. I guess that's the slogan, right? Willy Nilly show, whether you like it or not. Whether you
1: like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) We continue.
0: (laughs) Sorry. So uh, I, I yes. think first and foremost, because this is the first po- first podcast, I think that we should give everybody a backstory. Um, yes, basically, penis Nico Lily show.
1: Oh as, my as god! Gettys. Yes, this is what it is. <laughs> this is what it looks like to me, Gaoka. This is what it looks like to me when I look at our uh, at the top of our stream right now. This is what it looks like to
0: me. Amen. <laughs> But, um, oh you know, to start off this podcast, I really think it's important that we get each other's backstories because I'm sure your people have heard your backstory plenty. I'm sure my people have heard my backstory plenty. But, you know, just to set the precedent for, like, this is who we are and this is what we do. I guess I'll start off just asking you, Lily, since I'm the one talking right now. Cool. So, Lily K. Hi. The infamous. Oh where are you God. from? What you doing? How's your social security looking like? Etc. Etc.
1: <laughs> Looking good. I okay. We start from birth. So I was born in exactly here. <laughs> um, I'm from in Germany. Almost. Yeah. Almost. I've been living here since I'm three. In this room. Oh my so. God. Yep. Um, and uh, so I, I'm from Germany. I was born and raised here. I went to school here. Went to university here. Um, and I I lived in Japan, Korea a little bit. And then I moved to New York, and that's where I live now. The, these are the places I lived in. And, um, who? So, so, <laughs> what, why I moved to New York? This is so hard every time. Why I moved to that's New York? Said. Oh, dear remember? Okay. Um, <laughs> why I moved to New York is because of acting school, actually. I uh, graduated from an acting school there, and, um, since and since I graduated, I stayed in New York. Um That that was I graduated two thousand seventeen. So it's been three, a little more than three years now. Over, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I um. I didn't even realize that you wanted to be an actor. I didn't realize you wanted to be an actor like until like two weeks ago. Yeah. I didn't know that. I guess
1: I didn't see it. I'm so because okay. I've talked about this. It's very complicated for me to like get the timeline right. <laughs> but basically, when people ask me, was it music first or 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 acting first? It's again blurry because so my parents um, met because they're musicians and they met in the city here because um, they both worked at a opera house. So my dad was on the violin in the orchestra. My mom um, was or is an opera singer, and she was on stage back then. And so they met there. So I always had uh-huh. access to 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 the theater, and uh-huh. I, I I watched operas, blah blah blah. But then I developed this interest in in plays, like straight plays, um, and uh, so uh-huh. that was uh-huh. always.
0: To homosexual plays, yeah,
1: don't. No, yo. <laughs> yo,
0: yo, she said, I was only interested in straight plays. All right, no. <laughs> <I'm just fine. laughs>
1: I knew this would come, I knew it in the back of my head, I was like, damn it. Okay, <clears throat> so, so I guess I developed this thing of like, wait, what? Oh, god, it's <laughs> one up these comments on this thing. Um, okay, um, four plays, yes, um. Oh my god. Okay. So there was a huge fascination of of like theater, anything that is ex- expressing something important, like a message. Um so I my mind would, you know, I I would my mind went to like I want to make films, I want to write something, I want to create stories, but then it went to oh wait, maybe I want to do documentaries cuz then I'll meet real people, but then we can retell the story. There were all these things that were connected for me, Um, but I kept doing um, acting the whole time, never full-time until I went to New York. But then um, music was always around me, obviously. And I did, I think a very key moment uh, was for me when I um, worked a little bit in the radio uh, station here, in our, yeah, in our hometown. the the thing was though the thing was i think Damn. um i got there my job it was a small one it was an independent radio station mm-hmm. so they did get um C, uh, songs and cd's cd's not mp3's yeah, cd's um to the station from like independent um record label ra- record labels and um there was kind of like a rotation box that we mm-hmm. had to use too but Like, they would show me this archive room that was full with CDs. It was a huge room full with CDs. They were like, you grab a stack of CDs, you listen to them, listen to them, write down what you like, and try to create a playlist. And you just keep going every day, whenever you have time. Then it moved on to, like, me going out to interview people, cutting the interview bowl, while going to concerts. And then finally, I got a morning show. (laughs) I got a morning show where i could actually speak yeah and then i could play my playlist so this was the first time i touched a mixer a mixer like in the radio
0: that's crazy
1: so that was like those were really good times really good times because i felt like i learned i think this was also storytelling because i thought of the music you know like i thought what how can i build this morning up how sometimes i would be on the evening show with a colleague And I would be allowed to like do half of a playlist or something. So there was always a storytelling, you know, aspect Ah, in any area for me. Um, And I think that really shaped or prepared me for what I'm doing now with um, DJing because the, you know, the going deep into researching music and trying to build up a story or or just the whole morning show thing, I feel like I'm back there a little mm. bit. Just, I didn't have the, you know, chat uh, back yeah. then. I, I didn't have response, you know, a response. But, um, so I think that was the beginning. And then for the longest time, I did not do anything in that because I was focusing on other things <laughs> and then acting. Um, Cause I always do like hundred or zero. So it's like, I let something on the side for a long time and then pick it up again, you know? Um, So then I focused completely on acting, but obviously music is always there. Like, these are the things that trigger you. These are the things that you also use in acting, like music, whatever. You need to deal with yourself. And then for me, music was important. So I let that in as well. Um, But it was always storytelling. So it was in all, yeah.
0: That's so interesting. Like, I mean, again, I had no clue you were ever into acting and I had no clue that you were even on the radio at one point. And to think that all of this is kind of just tied through with storytelling is kind of phenomenal because I like to think that, I mean, storytelling is what keeps our days interesting, Mm -hmm. right? I think storytelling is involved in everything, whether you listen to the radio, listen to music watch a stream, watch Netflix, watch Hulu or Peacock if you want to watch those office episodes. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. And and so like, you know, again, I just think storytelling is such a pivotal thing. And, you know, for me also being a storyteller, that's the whole reason why I ended up wanting to be in radio and be in media and do all of this, because I think growing up, um, I was just so fascinated by the stories that hip hop could tell, you know,
1: mm. like,
0: and I remember the first time, like any rapper really caught my attention. It was literally J Cole. He, he caught like my attention 100% because he had this song called, um, can I live? Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know this song, like he is basically talking about a, uh, a black man who essentially gets shot. <laughs> And, you know, he's asking God like, yo, can I live? Can I live? Can I live? Mm. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, damn. The, to me, I'm like, this is what like hip hop is really about. And so at that point, I really made it my mission. That was probably back in like 2000. I don't know, like 2012, 13 or something like that. That's when I was mm-hmm. like, I want to be involved as a storyteller in some way, shape or form and i mean that just leads into my story later on which we'll get into but for you it's like um you know i I think a lot of people do have questions about radio like in terms of radio it's kind of interesting to know that you being on like an independent radio station you Mm -hmm. guys were had leniency to kind of do whatever you wanted to
1: yeah yep so i was very spoiled to be honest like i i do not know how it works in like a I don't want to say real. What else can I say? Like a commercial radio station? Yeah. I don't know how that works, because um that must be way stricter. You probably have, but you can talk more about that. Um for me, it was also it was my town is small. And the 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 great thing about this radio was that I could go to these concerts that were happening and like I, I had to do everything, but that was the great part about it because they Honestly, they were like, "Do whatever you like." And I wanted to make this show more interesting. I was like, "Can I invite those people? They're from Israel. They they have a concert tomorrow." I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, just go. We can get you a ticket. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So I would go there, and like, Th- these were the things that were like, "Oh my god, dream!" Right? And um, I also have to say something to what you just said about like, you know, storytelling, and that that's what it's all about. Um, I actually studied photography in Japan. That was my time in Japan. We- <laughs>
0: Just sounds like like I'm just doing whatever. Actor, DJ, <laughs> radio personality, photographer. What does this woman not do?
1: Well, no, but like here's the thing: it's all connected. The photography thing is because I wanted to make, uh, I wanted to learn how to operate a camera, though. And these are the things that happen in your life sometimes, where you just have a gut feeling. And this is why gut feelings are so important. And I'm so glad I got it back, actually, during quarantine. I had the time to listen back to myself, you know. I had I finally felt like, wait, I have a gut feeling. Holy shit, it's back! Um, because back then I wanted to take a course in like film camera making. No, I don't. <laughs> um, and then, and then this guy I don't know why he says it. He flips the the uh, pamphlet and he says, "But the photography class is open too." And I'm like, "Yeah, but." I'm very interested in the, you know, film. And he's like, and he was a, um, he was the principal, but he came from a photography background and he flipped it back. I'm not even kidding. This is in Japan. People are not like that in Japan. He flips it back and he's like, yeah, but, you know, photography is the base of filmmaking, right? Uh... I'm like, yeah, I do. But like, and I love photography. And he said to me, okay, because I think I talked about photography too a little bit. And he said, okay, if I tell you, you're going to start, with media and filmmaking in September, or if I say, you're gonna start with photography in September, what makes you more excited? And in that moment, I said I thought about it and I said, actually photography, and he said, there you go. Like those kind of, got. My, I went in to sign mm-hmm. up for film and he made me sign up for photography. I don't know if they had, didn't have enough people in the class or something, but it was <laughs> the right decision. It, it turned out to be the right decision. Maybe this is yeah. selective thinking, but it turned out to be the right decision because I met a mentor that is really a mentor still, he said some words and I really want to share them because they've been following me and and motivating me for everything I do, everything. Because um, some student in the class, he was all about technique and like, he only cared about, oh, but if I want to take the picture, how do I know which corner I should stand, Mm -hmm. you know, like to take this picture? How will it look better, 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 better? Only technique in mind.
0: Technique. Technique, technique.
1: It is important, but he didn't understand the art of things. And my teacher stopped and said, when you have when you don't have your like when you have your camera, stop. Let me start again. When you don't have your camera in your hands, right? Go outside, talk to people, travel the world, watch movies, laugh, um be affected by things. Read books, like eat something that is horrible, eat something that is nice. Live because uh-huh. then when you when you take the camera in your hands, you know exactly what to do. So he was basically telling us, this is storytelling. You need to have experience in life in order to tell any story. It doesn't matter if you know which, which focus point. Sure, you Come need on. that as a tool, but that's not everything. So these words have been my treasure since then. And since then, I've had more of a, you know, like I've been more listening to myself and like, okay, this is it, this is it. And like, whatever I did after that was like, very intuitive. And it it somehow, you know, it all made sense to me.
0: Well, it it just seems like you were built on a foundation that allowed you to just follow your gut feeling. You know, I think it's kind of like the same way where we taste food, for example, like, how do we know if we like certain foods or not, you got to taste it, right? And then after you taste it, that's when you decide, like, okay, maybe I'm not going to have this any or I'm probably not going to have this anymore. And I probably want to have this sometime in the future. You literally apply the same way you eat food to doing something else in the real world, whether it be photography, radio, Twitch, DJ streaming, whatever. That way, you know, truthfully, you could just cut out all the bullshit. Yes. (laughs) And just continue on with the rest of your life.
1: I always say like how do you know a book is good or bad if you haven't read any bad or good books you know like you can't you can't just read good books you have to read bad ones too to feel yourself oh this was bad or this was good like that's what I'm always like I love people who have an opinion and and just like an opinion can be only made if you have if you're open, first of all, and experiencing a lot of things, being open to different opinions as well, and then forming your own opinion, mm-hmm. then I trust you because, you know.
0: Well, it, I think it takes um, experienced people to really form an opinion. Get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. like something, for instance, right? When uh, like I'll wake up and I'll watch like Gary V videos on Instagram. But then Gary I'll v? see, you don't know Gary V? Motivational speaker, extraordinary. Oh, uh-uh. oh, come on, Lily. You need to watch some Gary V. <laughs> Look, okay. so even Bishy Bucky is like, I love some Gary V. Gary V is so good. <laughs> Gary V. And so I will wake up watching like motivational shit from him. And it's like, sometimes it's like, okay, I'm rocking with you. But then other times I'm like, okay, maybe this is kind of bullshit. Like it doesn't necessarily apply to me. But nine times out of 10, I will see other people act motivational or you know Mm -hmm, try to mm -hmm. be motivational and i'm just like but you haven't if if i'm comparing you to gary v because that's basically like my anchor for all this motivational shit it's like have you been through the same amount of bullshit that gary v has been through Mm -hmm. for you to talk about everything in the exact same way and i think that it's not me to judge whether like you've been through these things or not but i can literally like I can hear it in someone's voice. Oh, yeah. I can see it based off how they're talking and how they're reacting and how they're, you know, talking to people to know if they've really been through certain experiences like that.
1: But let me say this. You can only see that because you also experience things. That too. It takes experience to be able to see bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. I think.
0: No, that, I mean, that's factual. That is factual.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean I I don't know man. Gary 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 Vaynerchuk? Vanderchuk? Vaynerchuk? Chat, help me out. I forgot how to say his last name, but regardless, <laughs> y'all oh need to watch some Gary V because that man is yes, just so me. interesting. Speaking of which, another person who really like, you know, brought us together was probably Joe Rogan.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was our first conversation ever. It was. Joe Rogan.
0: That's how I knew you were a very open-minded person. She was like, Yeah, I listen to Joe Rogan podcasts all the time. I'm like, Me too.
1: And then no, the thing was because okay, can I tell the story about yeah, John DJ John Lee? Yeah. DJ John Lee, um, cute shout out. He he um and you you did a eight eight hundred followers celebration back-to-back raid thing, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I was in DJ John Lee's chat, and then he was like, Yeah, make sure to also congratulate Nico aka Blitz. Um and I was like, okay, who, who can I congratulate Because you didn't say anything first. I'm like, wait, who am I congratulating? And then uh, you said something else about Joe Rogan. And then I'm like, okay, first of all, congrats. Second, yes, I've seen that episode, but have you seen this? We were, we were like, because you, I think you talked about Matthew McConaughey or something. And I, I was, was like, yeah, but Matthew have you seen Dunham,
0: Kanye West? Yes. On that and I was like, yeah.
1: I saw Kanye West, but have you seen um, Snowden? And then you were like, oh, I think you said something like, oh, I need to check that. But then you asked me like, yeah, but how did you like the one with um, Kanye West? And I was like, you know, honestly, I liked it, but I felt like he he talked around the answers a lot in order to bring it back to him. But then he yeah. started talking about that. So it was, yeah. yeah, that was the first conversation we had. That was the first analyzing,
0: conversation. Analyzing. That's why I was like, I think Lily's a very open-minded person, so I could find her. <laughs> Uh, so, like, my question is, like, going back to your history, like, mm-hmm. so you were born in Germany. Yeah. And then you moved to Japan next?
1: Um, or... So I was living in Frankfurt for five years because I was studying there and working. And then from there, I moved to Korea for seven or eight months because uh, I did a study abroad. And then and I was crazy into Korean all, language.
0: Was it all by choice?
1: Oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> was this all my choice? Um, yes, um, and, then, and then I went, I came back, finished uh, college, and then went to Japan. I was supposed to be there for five months. I stayed for three because I started, like, I studied photography, and then I started working uh, in a company for wedding photography and videos. Um, and I had like four, no, three and at times four jobs at once to finance myself. And I have crazy stories about that, but we can do that another time. It's, it's, it's crazy stories, but yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just have a very interesting, I'm sure we're going to get into like your entire, your entire backstory, (laughs) like throughout this podcast.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) You you guys got time till tomorrow.
0: (laughs) For real. I feel like we can go for hours, honestly. Um, but yeah, like, and then how did you find yourself onto Twitch eventually?
1: Yeah, I mean, I okay, I think most of the Twitch DJs have the same story. I started with Instagram Live until Mm -hmm. like I really went for a long on Instagram Live until end of August when most people were already switching to Twitch, like switched to Twitch way before. Um, but I kept doing Instagram. Until it got worse and worse with, you know, being kicked out of the Instagram live so much that I got so frustrated one night and I was like, all right, this is it. I'm going on Twitch. And I knew Twitch because my brother has introduced me to Twitch two years ago when he was watching random IRL streamers and I was like, what is this? This is weird. And he's like, Oh, you can ask a question and they answer you. I'm like, this is so weird. Um, (laughs) But I had that in mind. And my brother kept telling me like, you need to switch to Twitch, but you need to figure out the audio connections. And then I was like that night when I was so frustrated, I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm doing it. And I I started researching OBS until like 5. AM. Like how do I connect to what? And, and then I started and, uh, I I have my mod, David, who is basically day one. He watched me when I had four
0: viewers or three.
1: And he oh. knows that time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Shout to David. Is he in here?
1: David, I don't know. Yeah, David. Yeah, don't was, know
0: uh... Shout to David because D, D Lim, right? Yes, yes. Shout to D Lim.
1: Yeah, that was crazy.
0: It also seems like you're... Uh... What's the word I'm looking for? Your progression in Twitch has just excelled so crazily within these past couple of months. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys even saw, but l- a couple of days ago, you were just on um, Scam Artist, too.
1: Oh, I was. Yes. Oh, my God. I, and I, yeah, I was very nervous. And that was like one of my. Like goals and dreams. I've said it on that stream too. I don't know why I said it, but like yeah. it was, it be because it was. And I don't want to like hide that from anyone. I, I was, I thought one day I, I would love to stream on Scab Artist and it happened. And so I was super nervous. I was super nervous and like, but it was so much fun. And it, you know, I mean, dreams your- still.
0: From your perspective, right, because I know we have a lot of streamers in here, like, what do you think has led toward the, uh, I don't even want to say quick success, but what, what has led to, like, your, your many successes on Twitch from your perspective?
1: Um, there's several things that I'm, like, thinking of. First, um, huge, huge shout out, DJ Marco Penta and David. Um like I said David was the first one from like everyone who's now watching who was there when I had, you know, three viewers. Uh and then David uh, you know was posting I think on Twitter and then a DJ Micro Penta came in one day and then I went on his stream cuz I was like, oh cool, okay, I'll watch other people's stream too. But then I it, DJ Marco Penta, he was the one. And most of the viewers, I mean, you know, all my mods are from DJ Marco Penta's stream. Like, mm-hmm. I started talking there. It was so welcoming. It was Marco and everyone in there who were so freaking welcoming. Um, I First, I have to say, though, because I was new to Twitch, I was kind of like, this is a lot of, like, like, they know each other so well. I was, like, a little like you know i was confused cuz i'm like wait what i do they know each other in person like i was <laughs> very confused i'm like oh wow i'm yeah. like going into this group they probably all know each other i'm like okay so i was not much like not talking much in the beginning but then they were so welcoming and like every time you know we started conversations too and then i felt more and more comfortable i'm like wow okay this is this is amazing this feels like i kind of start know start to know them Um, a little bit by meeting them every day and then I started to and and it was really like everyone coming in from there um and then um you know then you start to watch I I used to watch my um German cab driver um who still comes into my streams and everything and that was my (laughs) German connection yeah I know I I want no I couldn't fall asleep (laughs) I couldn't fall asleep, and then I always started so he started his shift at 4 a.m. in Germany. That was my time to go to bed in, in what, in, in Brooklyn. So I started watching him whenever I went to bed and I was having this like German connection. I'm like, how's the weather there right now? How's the situation? And we started talking. And then from there, I, I had also German people come in and like, you know, going back and forth. And then it started like you recognize certain names and then you're like, oh my God oh, this person streams too. And then you see other people in the chat like, oh my God, you here kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Now I know that a lot of people are, you know, supporting so many streamers. It's like, oh, hi. And everyone, no, someone said it's like bar hopping. And I think that's perfect. That's perfect. It's like, it's like bar hopping. And I think, right? So for me, it was really that connection building up. And I don't, I have to be very honest here. I don't like, the talks about numbers too much i really from the first time uh streaming and stuff i had a kind of a resentment towards focusing on things like that and i know how important it is i know it but it kind of felt different for me i um i've had talks with people about this but like i said the moment i don't have fun with this i stop streaming because i i started streaming I can as well stop streaming as well. This is my decision. And the moment I don't have fun, I'm done because that's not my purpose right now. Like if I, of course, once you start streaming and meet people, you know that this is not just about you. This is not about you just having fun. There's people tuning in literally every day. And this is, you know, a a, a given, not give and take. See, here's, I have so much trouble talking about streaming because it sounds like it's not, business to me
0: well yeah I'm, I'm happy that you brought this up because even just um these past couple of weeks i've been thinking about the numbers game because i don't think i really started paying attention to numbers up until i started seeing people all up in my chat like nico for partner nico for partner and i'm just like uh okay which and is, great, started, though, which is great which is great like it's great to see the amount of support that people in our chats have but literally, I know I know for a fact it was after that moment where I really started paying attention. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when I start to see like – that's when I started to get even just like a little bit businessy. I'm just like, okay, everything needs to be calculated. I need to have like this person rate into me. I need to rate into this person, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And it just really did not become fun anymore momentarily. I don't think I've told any anybody in here, but it really was not fun just momentarily. And then, so I told myself, <laughs> wait. What? It, Eli 24, Nico for ASB president. I'm freaking dead. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Well, ASB president is just, like, some college stuff. But oh. you know, going back... <laughs> Going back to it, it was like I paid attention to numbers like every day. And it really wasn't until a couple weeks ago where I I really tapped back into, okay, where was I really having fun? Mm. And it was back to the stream where I was like, let me just make fun of Lily Kay. Oh, okay. (laughs) And so I told myself, like, I need to harness this energy a lot more. Mm -hmm. I need to Mm -hmm. stop paying attention to The amount of people in the viewers. I need to stop paying attention to the amount of people who are following. I need to stop paying attention to all of that shit. Because as you were saying, at the end of the day, if this shit is not fun, then what's the point of it? Because just like you, I started because I'm just like, well, we're in quarantine. I'm a DJ DJ. But if I'm not DJing in front of anybody or, you know, like, showcasing my skills, like, what am I actually doing? So hmm. when I did finally find Twitch and I was doing it over and over again, I said, yo, like, the amount of people who are enjoying this, mm-hmm. whether it be three people, five people, ten people, that shit is lit to me. Yeah. And then.
1: And, yeah, sorry.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, 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 please.
0: Well, so the amount of people, it just kept on growing and growing and growing. And then I'm just like, yo, like, I'm not playing for... This is the biggest difference between playing at a club versus playing on Twitch. The amount of people that you play for at a club, the amount of people you know, is probably 10 or less. Mm -hmm. The amount of people that you play for on Twitch that you know is kind of endless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you got people filtering in and out. I feel like I'm just... Not I'm playing for my friends, but I'm hanging out with my friends. And we're all just enjoying music that I just so happen to be playing. Yes. You get me? And And I think like the second I step away from that is the second where I'm just like, fuck, like, fuck this shit.
1: (laughs) And here's the thing. Like when, you know, of course, like we made plans to celebrate how to celebrate when we become partners. Of course we want that. Who does not want that? We're still people who are like ambitious. We, we have goals, you know, like that we want to accomplish. And that would be one of the biggest like compliments to become partner too. Here's the thing. Like, that's not the point. Like, I just don't like when, like you said, when 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 you become focused on, you know, when when your day is determined by whether there was less people on your stream or not. That's what I don't want because yeah. that's not the point. That was not why I started this and 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 then seeing like i've said several times and people don't believe me i am not a morning person i i cannot i don't wake up i can't but when i was in brooklyn i remember i would just open my eyes and maybe have a little headache and like usually i would stay asleep and i was like no it was not even forcing myself it's like okay let's go like i'm gonna see everybody now i'm gonna make my coffee i'm gonna see everybody now let's talk let's see what what everyone You
0: know.
1: Also, the whole thing about, like, spreading music from other countries, like, that's important to me because I feel a little lonely when I'm the the only one listening to, enjoying German tunes. I need to find my German friends to, like, be like, oh, isn't this cool? Or, like, Japanese friends, like, with Japanese music. No, I want to share this. And if there's more people enjoying it with me, that makes me happy. Like, you know, this whole theory, my brother and I have this theory, like, why we sometimes like to watch TV more than put on Netflix. Because the moment you turn on TV, you know that other people outside are watching the exact same commercial right now. And the commercial might suck, but you don't feel alone because there's someone else (laughs) out there. You know what I mean? This is a little sad. (laughs) Yo, yeah. But it is true. That's what I feel so much. Like, that's why I love to listen listen to the radio. Of course, I could turn on Spotify. But the fact that someone else out there is listening to the song at the same time, that makes me happy. That makes me feel less alone. So mm-hmm. that's why I also love to spread, like, other, you know, music that, that maybe I've listened to when I was a teenager but is German. But now someone says, oh, I actually like this song. It's like, oh, cool. You know? That excitement. No- you don't get that anywhere else.
0: Dude, you actually just opened up another reason as to why I love Twitch so much. Because, I mean, I delete my VODs, my VODs, like after every stream, right? Oh, I should too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, you, you know, the thing is, this aspect about live is just so interesting to me because, in real life, whether you're just like walking outside or just doing something in your in your personal life. It's not going to happen again when -hmm. it comes to like Netflix, when it comes to like, you know, all these other streaming services like, yeah, you can literally just go back. and Oh, what I miss. Mm -hmm. But going back to TV, going back to radio and why I feel like we both love it is just because we're never going to get this moment again. I remember, you know, rest in peace to the late, great Nipsey Hussle. I was driving down um, down like Hollywood Boulevard over in you know over here in la and i had turned on the radio because i knew that my friend bootleg kev was on the radio at that time
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you know he he was just like hey guys um you know i just want to say like unfortunately like the late great nipsey hustle like he just passed away not too long ago mm-hmm. i remember being in my car the sun was like kind of setting down it was still kind of bright And I just remember being over here and my face kind of just dropped like, oh shit, like this really happened. Mm. Now, if you replayed that on Netflix or wherever, I'm not going to get that same feeling. No, But I remember vividly, I remember vividly that day, what time it was, it was around five o'clock. And... There's this aspect about live that just makes Twitch and television and radio just that much more interesting because you never get a chance to replay your life. This moment right here, of course, we're going to save the VOD, but we're not going to get the same feeling when we watch it over again because we're currently in this moment right now.
1: Currently, and also, you know that other people are out there experiencing. That's why the chat exists. Yeah. That's why the chat exists. That's why we, we do not want to feel we are lonely already with this lockdown and everything. It's even more. But the, the the fact that we have a chat where we can say, like, wow, this song is lit. Someone else says, yeah, right?
0: That's everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, for real, that's everything. A hello can be sometimes so, you know, like let's say your favorite streamer, you know, that you worship let's say says hi to you in the chat yo or recognizes your name or whatever like i've had moments like that where i'm like oh my god you know it's just that's all like this live the science that we are alive and that it's only right now that is so important
0: yeah truthfully truthfully man I don't even know how so, we got here. We, were, we were going on your backstory. How, how, how
1: was your life until now? <laughs> <laughs> how was your life? Let's go. <laughs>
0: how was my life? Um yeah. born and raised in San Francisco, California. Don't get it twisted. Um what? well, because people think I'm from like other places in the Bay Area, I'm like, no, I'm literally really? from San Yeah, I'm literally from San Francisco, California.
1: Yeah, everyone heard that.
0: My my parents' first house was 121
1: Ottawa Avenue. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's
0: the first you can pull up there, it's just Asian people chilling <laughs> in that house now. I'm not tripping. <laughs> oh,
1: my god, <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, man, so what it, it was over there, like right next to a uh, a Pacific super, it was basically an Asian supermarket. Oh, perfect, yeah. And you know, I think growing up there, like I was just so. I was so intrigued by radio i remember the one of the first stations i was into was 92.7 and it was a trance station
1: trance
0: it was trance i was into trance and all this other shit before i was into hip-hop and every time my parents would drive us to school i would be like yo can we put on 92.7 and my Uh dad and my parents they'd want to put in like 96.5 koit light rock less talk
1: <laughs> nice, nice.
0: And then you know, somehow I transitioned into going into a uh, one hundred and six KMEL, which mm-hmm. is the major hip hop station over in the Bay Area. And it didn't really dawn on me how much I really enjoyed radio and music at that time. And it wasn't up until um I met Demo D back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, something like it's been fourteen years.
1: 14 years, yeah. This
0: year, mine is 14, 15 years, whatever. But oh. he actually got me into this thing called turf dancing. TURF is actually an acronym for taking up room on the floor. So if you see me like do all this stuff, da da da, all the hand tutting and whatnot, like really
1: up room on the floor, yeah. that's cool, nice
0: dance style that originated from Oakland, you actually you know, people who, like, originated it, um, or some of the originators are from Oakland, but people who took it mainstream, um, Supreme Soul from America's Best Dance Crew. Oh. If you've ever seen them. Oh. Uh. It's, well, it's funny because, like, at one, like, us Bay Area people are so proud of where we're from. So it's, like, Anytime we see any other Bay Area person, it's just like, hey, we're in here.
1: That's so cool. Yeah, I can tell it. I can tell. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah like we're just taking over. And it's interesting because even back then, I didn't realize what I was doing. Like me and Demo D, we would literally go on um, Powell Street in San Francisco where mm-hmm. the cable car starts. Ooh, we yeah. would participate in battles. We would do street shows with other turf dancers from not only in our, from San Francisco, but across like the entire Bay area. People would come here just to perform because this is where every single tourist had to go through in order to get to anywhere in San Francisco. So So it was the
1: official like like, spot. People just knew about that spot and would come up. Wow.
0: Exactly. Like I'm talking about, we would do it from like, from like dawn, to, not dawn and dusk, but like from the afternoon until about like five PM, and you know we just go about our day. We didn't make like real money, but we made we made enough money to get like Burger King that was like up the street. Oh and my god! Like, well, you know this is cool, and this was like the work ethic that like I really enjoyed. Mm. And another piece of my work ethic and where the music really came from was like me and Demo D. We also used to promote for the same uh, hip hop clubs. Back oh. in the day too, yeah, so I tell this story a lot, but like shout out to my brother uh DJ Unique Illusions. He's on here, and he used to be my boss. what? He used to be my boss back in like two thousand eight, and we would promote this club called Eminence. So I mean, I'm talking about he was like, yo, here are the tickets. sell' them for eight dollars at least because you owe us that money for selling the ticket. but if you sell it for more. That's on you. You keep the rest. Ah. And, so, Lily, I shit you not. I had a job over at the mall, right, where I was selling um, phone cases and whatnot at, like, the kiosks. Uh-huh, uh-huh, And, like, I would see, like, dudes walk by. They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard you promote the clubs. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I'm, I'm selling them for, like, 20 bucks. Okay, for sure, for sure. Here you go, bro. Oh so God. I made 20 bucks a pop off every dude. Now, when the girls came... Girl came, oh, yeah, you know, I heard you could sell some tickets. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, I could throw it to you for, like, $10.
1: <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, though, no? That's the it whole whole thing in clubs in the U.S.
0: Oh, yeah. where I the mean, women, women
1: pay, like, nothing, and then, yeah.
0: Yeah, but now it bites me in the ass whenever I want to go to a club. It's like, all right, yeah, we charge you like, 50 It's like, all right, I'm cool. I'll wait. A friend oh,
1: of mine... A friend of mine once paid $75 at a club in New York. I'm like, why?
0: Yeah, I'm straight. I'm not with that.
1: (laughs) Yo, that was, yeah. But yeah.
0: I actually got denied going into a club because I was wearing Nikes.
1: Oh, yeah. I heard about those things.
0: Yeah. I was in San Francisco and I'm just like, dude, like, we're not in freaking Vegas right now. But you would have had to pay still, right? I still would have had to pay. (sighs) I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not finna get in here. Like, I'm cool. I'll go back home. That's insane. Meanwhile, my friend had sweats thinking he could get in. I'm like, come on, bro. You're not going to get <laughs> sweats looking oh, like a full on creep. You
1: <laughs> didn't get in though, right?
0: Uh, no, nah, I didn't oh, get in. Man. He didn't get in. I said, yo, we're just going back <gasps> no. to your Yeah.
1: We're
0: to have a kickback. But anyways, back to it. So I was exposed to like club life and music and hip hop like when I was like 13 14 years old Mm. and it kind of just stuck with me ever since and so when it when I finally graduated from high school I ended up taking two years just to go to community college and my mom had asked me like hey you know so like you're almost done with community college what is it exactly that you want to do I'm like fuck I don't know (laughs) and she's like well you know you I can tell you like talking to people and you like being in front of a camera. So like, why don't you get into news broadcasting? Mm. And I said, you know what? I could give it a try. Let's do it. I looked at my options. I ended up going to Cal state Los Angeles, which is probably like 30 minutes away from where I currently am in North Hollywood. And on the first day, I remember just hearing hip hop music from afar and I was like, Who is this? I'm in the quad. And it said Golden Eagle Radio on there. I was like, yo, what's what is this? Yeah. I went up to them. They're like, yo, this is a radio station that's just starting up this year. If you're interested, you can feel free and like join the club. And I said, All right, cool. So the radio station had not even started yet. And so on the first day, they were just super welcoming. And I told myself, like, yo, like, this is where I need to be. And once this radio station starts up, I need to make sure I have a show. Mm -hmm. So, of course, because there were like so many people in the club already, and a lot of people who were already experienced with, uh, you know, broadcasting and whatnot, Mm -hmm. um, I was less experienced, but they had an opportunity to be the first people um, to launch the radio station with their shows. And I was probably the second string. I actually started off doing a. a workout show
1: a workout show
0: i was on so rail? yeah i was so into just working out back in college
1: what no I'm that's like... not what i meant but what, what do you <laughs> what do you what did you do on a workout show like i i because we don't have anything like that so is yeah. that like you being like an instructor over
0: basically i was going oh it would literally just be like a three-minute segment and i would go over the tips and tricks that i would do when i would work out i would go over Mm -hmm. you know the proteins that i would um that i would consume i would go over um chest day i would go over leg day i would go over what i did throughout the week just to keep people motivated i i guess in a sense i was kind of like the personal trainer at the radio station yeah (laughs) like i don't know if rymix is still in here but this fool, he would see me like literally go to the gym, work out, go back to class. And then if I still felt like it, I would go back to the gym and probably run.
1: Oh my God. And like, I was
0: I was so addicted to it. And because at that point in time, like I truly didn't know like what I wanted to get myself into. Mm. And even though radio was there, it it wasn't flourishing for me at that time yet. So um I finally had the opportunity to get on the radio station for a, for a hip-hop show. And so I was talking to my friend at the time, and we were like, yo, what do we call the show? What do we call the show? And I was like, oh, well, why don't we call it The Lunch Table? Oh! Yeah. Yeah. And so The Lunch Table, I actually took that name because – my friends back in high school we would call ourselves the lunch table. Why? Because we were all we were a group of Filipinos, blacks, whites, Hispanics, everybody was sitting at this lunch table. We were people who enjoyed Pokemon, Aww. Yu-Gi-Oh, basketball, uh the office. We 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 are just a collection of people who We all look different, Mm. but we all come together as one because of all our similar interests. So I wanted to take that essence and apply it to the radio show. And, you know, by the top of 2016, that's when I started the lunch table and I started getting into like doing my shows on that platform, um, starting up a podcast over there. And I started just interviewing artists all over L.A. and anybody I could get my hands Mm -hmm. on. So, it's funny because, like, I've, I've literally been doing this since, like, 20, 2016.
1: It's oh coming up on year
0: five now, which is phenomenal. And, you know, for that was the first time in life where I felt like, okay, I really want to do this. Mm. And I told myself, now that I know I really want to do this, I need to go, like, 300% on it. Mm. Because something about me, was like, I, I used to get distracted so easily, whether it be like real life situations, um, whether it be like drugs per se. I used to distract myself so much from actually acquiring my goal because truthfully, I don't think I ever had any comparison to what success really looked like. Mm. Because for me, like, you know, growing up as a Filipino American... I think I only saw like DJ Qbert, for example, Mm -hmm. or I only saw like a handful of Filipino Americans like doing their thing. And I wasn't really exposed and I never really saw like, okay, as a Filipino American, what exactly can I do?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so I think deep down inside, that's something that really scared me. But I mean, through my interviews, like, I've had people come up to me and they're just like, yo, you know, you're the only Filipino guy doing this. And I told myself, or I told them like, yo, like, don't put that on me. But Mm. then I started to embrace it more and more because I understood the responsibility that it came from. And so it was kind of like a fork in the road, right? Like you, you know, like a video game where you kind of have like, you can either choose this way or that way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I choose to not take on this responsibility, what'll happen? Well, I'm just, I'm going to continue doing what I do anyway, and who knows? But if I do take on this responsibility of being, like, the only Filipino guy doing this, the possibilities seem a lot more endless. Yeah. And so, I don't know. That's led me to, like, interviewing so many different people. And it's funny because the reason why I got my job at the radio station Real 92.3 over here in Burbank… It's funny because my mom's—I haven't told this story in a minute, actually. My my mom's boss actually knew the VP of marketing over here Mm -hmm. in um, Burbank at iHeartRadio, and then so when I go in for an interview, the guy's like, "Hey, you know, so what type of marketing experience do you have?" I said, "Uh." (laughs) Um... i was like well you know like i i'm not necessarily a marketing major or anything but you know i do have a lot of things that i can prove to show my work ethic Mm -hmm. you know obviously i gave him like my resume and whatnot but then the thing that impressed him was having a website which at that time was thelunchtabletalks.com and i was like yeah you know like i do artist interviews i write blog posts i do yada 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 and he was like you know, not a lot of people who come out of college have had this type of um, experience to show for. And I said, "Yep." Does that mean I got the job? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. No, no. But he said, no? he said, but unfortunately, this is not what we are looking for. Oh, but I okay. really love. He was like, but I really love what you've created. So I'm going to send your resume and your information over to the promotions department over at iHeart, and let's see if you can get a job with them. I said, bet. I got an interview with the promotions department in like two weeks. They didn't call me back for another month. And at that time, yeah, and then at that time, I was living at like this kind of like a shithole. I know there were were like Mm. rats in the walls there were like holes everywhere mm-hmm. when it was cold i would like inhale and my chest would be like freezing oh my and god my mom, my mom told me like yo if you do not get a job you're going to have to come back home to san francisco i said all right fuck that shit i'm not doing that <laughs> respectfully <laughs> i'm not doing that yeah no and so you know after that one month period when i get the call you know my boss at the time he was like yo you got the job i said Yes. Thank oh God. My God. And it was funny because the first day when I came in, I I ran into Big Boy. If you guys don't know who Big Boy is, he is like an absolute radio legend. He He's done interviews with so many different people. He is the voice of Los Angeles. Cool. And at that point, he was like, Nico Blitz, what's up, man? Because I introduced myself and I was like, this is where I need to be. I shit you not. I had left that building and I told myself, "Okay, now that I got this job in promotions, what am I going to what can I do to get myself inside the radio?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Within less than a year, this is what I found. I was already observing people who knew how to DJ. And then my mom hits me um, February of 2017 and she said, hey, Your grandma is having her birthday party. Can you come back home so you can, like, you know, just play music off your iPod? I said, well, I know how to DJ, which was the biggest lie of my life. Yeah. (laughs) And so literally the next day, I had bought a DJ controller, a Denon MC7000 to be exact. (laughs) And... I went to the Bay that weekend and I shit you, it was the worst gig. It was the absolute worst. I still had the echo effect on every time I was transitioning. Like the reverb was on and my, I literally, I remember this vividly, but everyone was looking at me and this is my family members. They were looking at me like, like, what is he doing? (laughs) Okay. And you know, I, I, I thought at that point, I, but at no point did I think that I was not going to DJ anymore And so still being on the street team and on promotions for iHeartRadio, we would go to like grocery stores, liquor stores, like all over LA. And I would be the only person to bring my controller and everyone and I would DJ and everyone would be like, yo, why are you doing that? Hmm. I said, well, why not? I need the experience. And they said, well, are you getting paid for it? I said, no. (laughs) And they said, well, you're fucking it up for all of us, and you're wasting your time.
1: Uh,
0: I said, fuck that shit. And literally, it took within that year for me to eventually get a job as a board operator on radio. And then that following December, that's when they told me like, hey, do you want to spin on LA radio?
1: There you go. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Because, you know, December is the time for at least for uh, U.S. radio to test out new people.
1: Oh, okay. Why December? Do you know why?
0: Um, Because that's the time where the industry slows down.
1: Oh. That's when
0: record labels stop promoting stuff. That's when albums aren't dropping anymore because it's kind of mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. end of the, uh, the, the Grammy cycle. Of,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I said, yeah, like, let's do it. That eventually led me to... Uh, have my own time slot on LA radio. It was only for like 30 minutes every Friday, but it was still something because LA radio is just so hard to get into. Yeah. And you know, I was still just, I was still just doing my thing and I don't know why I'm getting emotional thinking about all this right now.
1: <laughs> of course. Still- Here's the thing. This is the big difference. This is the big difference. People like when they told you, like if you're not even getting money, why are you doing this? I'm sorry, but if that's the only way to think about things, about things that require passion, then goodbye, yeah. because then those people are not supposed to be in those kind of professions or These are also not going to be the people who appreciate any form of art, expression, anything, because that's basically money, time equal equals what you do. you know
0: It's all calculated. And-
1: it's all calculated. And this is where we come back to why we were talking about, you know, how we want to, how we felt like, oh, no, we need to remember why we started Twitch again. Because that's not what it means for you. It's not about just business on here. Right? So this comes back. You wouldn't, if, if that was the case, you wouldn't have taken your controller everywhere. You wouldn't yeah. have been on the radio you wouldn't have even started that job going even back to you wouldn't have even gotten that job because that's all who you are that comes out in every single step you took back then you know yeah. like that's like, that, that's like your belief labor. and that's your energy so like, that comes talking, through
0: like i'm talking about i would bring my controller in the pouring rain djing for nobody <laughs> poor, poor electronics about, yeah I mean, it was fine because we had a tent. Okay, okay. But talking about, I would, I would bring my controller to like Crenshaw District, where Nipsey Hussle's from, and where I accidentally played, uh, Bick and Back, being Bull. I played a, bl- I played a blood song in a Crip neighborhood. Yo, you <laughs> alive still? Acc- accidentally, oh. because I didn't know. I really oh. didn't know. I was, like, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. Pew pew. <laughs> yeah, but. I was, you know, I was safe. They they just came up to me and they were just like, "Yo, like,
1: yeah, don't do that ever again.
0: (laughs) Just don't do that. It's obvious (laughs) you don't know where you're at, so just don't do that." And I'm like, "All right, that's
1: kind. That's kind." Uh, You know,
0: and I'm talking about I would I would help people carry their equipment up and down like staircases, Mm -hmm. and you know, like it. I, I think I'm getting real emotional now because it's like, I'm sure everybody in here has been through like a lot of tough shit, but me just like reminiscing about these things, it like it makes this particular moment right now just that much more satisfying. Mm. Because it just makes me feel like I've worked so damn hard just to get yep. to this point. I I, I tell Jake this all the time like this is the first time in my life where I feel like everything is finally coming together. Yeah. No, like I'm talking about, I'm talking about my interviews. I'm talking about my podcast. I'm talking about me DJing. These are all just passions of mine that I was doing for free for the past four or five years. Yeah, and again, the money is not even no, and even the dance. I I will dance on my Twitch. Like it's fine. Like I will do it. And the money is not what it's about. The fact that. The fact that there's so many people just enjoying this shit right now, oh my god! Like it, it makes me feel like it makes me feel like the the hard work and the sweat and tears is just finally getting appreciated, and this is why I do this shit every single day.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is why we can't stop. This is why we can't stop because there's th- this is so. Ugh. When you said, now, finally, everything is coming together, that's exactly what I said, too. This is all coming together. And it's so interesting that it was Twitch that, first of all, two years ago, I had no idea about. And it's something that I wouldn't have even thought about, right? Yeah. But same. I've been, honestly, with all the things that I've done, I've always, because you asked, was this all by choice, like moving and everything? That's an interesting question because I've got the comment once from a friend who was like, you know, in a sarcastic way, you can really make your life complicated yourself and you can make it tough on yourself. Like you could, you could make it easier, but you are making it hard yourself. But I do not think of it as hard. That's the thing. Like, and I'm sure you, you feel the same way because when you describe those moments, when you, you know, found these people and like, Oh, this is not a, established station yet but what if I go in these moments when you decide those things they're always so clear in the head right they're so clear and I'm so thankful for having that again gut feeling because they've been bringing me and yeah money-wise if no I haven't achieved anything Money-wise, I haven't achieved anything. That's why I had four jobs in Japan just to be there and to keep studying photography. Like, all these things. And then you would say, like, okay, you did photography, but what happened to that? Yeah, what happened to that? Well, it doesn't matter because all these things lead you to something. And as long as your thread right here and in your heart are clear, it doesn't matter what the fuck people are saying to you or what the fuck. They think is a straight line towards a dream or a certain job how are we supposed to choose jobs with 18 when we don't even know all the jobs did we know about twitch no because it didn't exist yet so how do you know we have to have this whole journey of these roads that will lead to that point that you always had but didn't know how to name it mm-hmm. you,
0: know, you know what i mean Lily, so this is yeah. There's there's two things I want to touch on this and remind remind me about the second one because it has everything to do with you saying um, wow you do so much right, but the first thing I want to get to and Dino knows me Dino Dimo Dean knows this about me, when we used to dance like so much back in the day. God, I feel so old saying that. Back in the day, oh. back in like two thousand seven, <laughs> two thousand eight, two thousand nine, but like. Every time I would see a dope, like, dance move or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, I shit you not, I would just be like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, Like, I would just freak the fuck out. And then all of my friends, all of our friends would just be like, what the fuck is wrong with Nico? But then they came to realize that I just genuinely get excited off of something because my reactions. You can tell so much about everyone's reactions, but I would like to say, like, my reactions are just fucking insane. (laughs) Like, I'm talking about I would get up, I would start running and just be like, what the fuck did
1: he just do?
0: And I would carry – like, it's funny because I would carry that with me. I would carry that with everything else that I do. So going back to the second thing, like, when it came to – DJing at um Staples Center for the first time I got really? that feeling. Yeah. Damn. When it came to um when it came to interviewing um this girl named Stephanie Poetry uh in the back of 88 Rising Festival and it got like 900,000 views on YouTube because I broke some news that she just got signed to the label. I got that feeling.
1: Yeah.
0: When, you know, and Again, not to make it a number thing, but once I hit a 1,000 followers on Twitch, I got that feeling.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And to me, I know whenever that feeling happens, I'm like, yo, go super hard with it. Mm -hmm. Just go extra. Another thing, and this one's a very minor one, I started to learn how to do my own graphics. Mm -hmm. You know, you asked me...
1: This overlay is made by Niko. So, (laughs) holy shit. I don't even know how the fuck you did it.
0: I just just figure it out, right? But I was doing it for free. I was paying for, I mean, I, you know, I was paying for Photoshop and I was like, fuck it. I need to learn how to do this shit. Yeah. And then at one point during quarantine, I was making t-shirt designs and I was selling them for like 50 a pop. What? But I had to learn how to do all this shit for free. And then I I got that feeling again where I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize I can make money just like selling T-shirt designs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't do it anymore. But the fact is, at the end of the day, I believe that same feeling that I get is the same feeling that a lot of people get. Maybe not to the extension of me like getting up and down. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. But it goes back to what you were saying in the beginning. If you trust your gut feeling enough, it'll make every single decision in life so much more easier. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you want – why wouldn't I want to be like, oh, my fucking goodness. Why would I not want to be like that again?
1: Yeah. That uh, trusting yourself and also knowing that you don't have any other choice because it's going to come back to you um that is my biggest point and i recommend um if you haven't read any of you if you haven't read this um paulo coelho the alchemist i'm not even kidding that was that is another thing next this was the same time when my teacher my mentor was there for photography and he said all these things i read that book during the same time it's about signs in life and how they will come back to you and you cannot get rid of them that's what it is there you go Yes, I love that book. Yes, thank you. It is, I'm telling you, no, everyone, every human being on this planet should read it or listen to it or whatever.
0: What's the name of it the book again?
1: The Alchemist, Paolo Coelho. Okay. Um, because... <laughs> okay. Um, that's right, though. <laughs> no, that's true. And this is the thing. Once you understand that you do not have another choice because you will never be happy if you do not pursue... That is necessary. You have to go that way. My dad always used to say something that I really love to share. Um, he said, dream, be like a stamp. Mm. Stick to your dream, which is a letter. Let's say a dream, your dream is a letter. Just stick to it like a stamp and then it will go into the mailbox. Like It will bring you there, but just stick to
0: it. At any point, because I've struggled with this at any point, whether it be like DJing, acting, so on and so forth. Did you feel like you just wanted to stop? You just wanted to quit?
1: Um, with, with acting and DJing, no. Mm. And this was with acting. It was the first time that I didn't feel lost because it all made sense. Um, with photography, I did a little bit, but it was not the fault of photography It was just the direction I was going again it was about okay because you you know you get pressure from like parents whatever about well when do you win uh, an award when do you get this when are you in a magazine when are you because that was not my initial goal but I was influenced by that it I started thinking instantly that I'm failing So it was not fun Mm. anymore, right? Because instantly I'm failing constantly because I'm not accomplishing these things. When you then take a break and are like, wait, I didn't want these things in the first place. They're nice. Of course, Mm. I want them somewhere. Like, it would be nice and I would celebrate that. But that was not the reason. You need to have a good reason why you start things because it can't be money. It can't be fame. um, Done. You might succeed for a certain time, but it's not like... Then listen back to your heart. It will not make you happy. It won't. Yeah. yeah. How did we get here? Sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, to your point, I think. I think like, I I don't believe money is the root of all evil. I do believe no. the love, the love for money, could be the root of all evil. Obsession,
1: obsession when everything is according because money we need money to live. That's not we can't fight that. Unfortunately, that's what we need and. It's important to have a good relationship with money A healthy relationship with money You need to know how to save money You need to know how to spend money You know, Mm -hmm. smartly Smartly
0: Intelligently
1: Intelligently, thank you But um, You cannot be obsessed And your life cannot be Led By money
0: I get you well, think you know, about the uh, things that, think about the one thing that comes and goes every single day of your life. What? Money. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're, you're never going to have enough of it. Like, and if it's something that, you know, I, I also believe that like everything is either for a reason or a season. Mm-hmm, Money is literally cool. there. Seasonally, seasonally, daily, whatever. Money is literally there, and it comes and goes. Wait, what's so, the what huh? reason or season comes yeah.
1: and goes for
0: everything? Everything is either a, here for a reason or a season. And truthfully, like if money comes and goes out of your life every single day, is money loyal to you? <laughs> well, money is not loyal to you. Money what won't is, care. Money won't care if you're broke,
1: yeah. Because
0: you, as soon as you get that check, I saw this meme the other day when everyone got the six hundred dollars stimulus, Ooh,
1: yeah. and I think
0: Rachel or Ashley showed me. But it was like, "Oh, I finally got my six hundred dollars stimulus," and then it was like a photo of someone else, and it said, "Landlords, no, bitch, I got six hundred dollars from the stimulus." That's right. <laughs> like like money is money is not constantly going to be in your life you're going to you're going to spend it eventually because you need to and so yep. if you make if the premise of everything that you start is about money it's you're not ever going to be happy
1: uh-oh i want to touch on one thing though because i learned to also understand that not everyone has the same preferences so meaning you don't have to have the passion job. But if your dream is to have a good life with your family and do certain things outside of work time and you make the money for that, that's legitimate as running after a, a, a dream without getting any money. That's it's all I, I think it's all legitimate as long as your own, you know what makes you happy or you know what your dream is. It doesn't matter if you chose a job that doesn't fulfill you. If you know what you're making this money for, I think that's also, because I used to have friends who know, you know, who are, who were like, Oh my God, she works at this and this, like, how can you live like that? No, you can. It's just about you. You just have different preferences. This other person might not love their job, but they know what they're making the money for to fulfill that dream. So,
0: yeah. So let me ask you this, Lily. Because you do—I mean, again—you do so many different things, from DJing to photography to radio broadcasting to now <laughs> podcasting. Like, what what's your dream? Why do you Why do you do all of this? Hmm.
1: I think it's really. Going back to what I said in the beginning, actually. Always telling stories. This is expressing myself, but not for selfish reasons. Because I've had trouble with, like, during acting school with people who... And I'm so sorry for my words. We can cut this out if you want. But where a lot that you're watching, it's basically it's like they're just jerking off because they love that they are on stage. They love, you know, when things become so just for yourself, you can tell. Mm -hmm. But if their story, and this is why I grew up watching theater here in Germany. And here, when you choose to be an actor, I kind of think, you know that you're not going to make money, but you do it because you go full in. Like, you know, people have their apartments, go back home with their, bicycles and that's the life you know you're not going to make a lot of money but that's okay but that's why i want i was ready to start this it was not stardom anything because what happens is here theater or any piece that they perform it's about a social like it's either something political or like socially social problems that have to be addressed it is a medium to to give out a certain message or to make people think right? So I feel like all these things connected to that. Um, My love for music, like, look how many people we're connecting right now, talking about the music or or meeting because of the music, then building bridges. Why I said, um, I said also that, that, you know, everything is coming together now with Twitch is because all the things that I did are now coming actually together on Twitch. The doing the morning show, Um, And then me being in Japan, in Korea, obviously, I listened to music there. I also listened to stories of people that other people might not have heard. I got it firsthand in that language. All the languages, honestly, this finally came together. I was kind of annoyed when people were like, when I was younger, like, oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to be a translator? And I was like, no, I want to speak my own words. Like, no disrespect. I was just like rebelling. Um, cause I was like, no, there must be something else for me. Cause I, I don't want to be always connected with languages, languages. That's not, I, I was born with this, like how, you know, now it all comes together. Now it comes together that I can retell those stories. The time that I spent in Japan, other people might think it was, you know, a waste of time if you didn't pursue one thing from the beginning. No, it wasn't because in my case, I met certain people. I saw certain lives, I, you know, I, I understand certain situations better because I saw them maybe something I was judging going back to the jobs I did in Japan I was working in a bar that was kind of in a nightclub area I've seen things that I was judging before that I have a different mind on now um, and these stories I've, I would have never had that helped me with acting that helped me with music that changed what music I like that changed what stories I like to read to retell it's all coming together and I think my dream is to continue exactly that. In whatever form it is, I need to be able to be that connection to these stories.
0: Mm. Mm. I don't
1: have my own. If you, if you realize, like, I don't have my own. I, I've been watching other people's stories. So I'm a bridge, but I was not okay with that before. Now I yeah. am because now it makes sense. Now it makes sense.
0: Damn. Being a bridge, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm sorry, I'm pausing because it's just like a lot of, uh, it's a lot of information to soak in. And I think that not a lot of people think like you really. I don't think so. To, to know that there are over 7 billion people on earth, right? Mm. Right now we have the amount of people that we have in this chat room. But to bridge everyone and unite everyone is such a, it's a powerful thing. And it's something that is not easy for one single person to do.
1: Yep. It's impossible actually. It is impossible. it is impossible.
0: But with the amount of people that like you have in your circle, right? Twitch circle. I I I just can't help but think that it's such an amazing thing to know that I mean, you can literally grab somebody from Germany, you can grab somebody from Japan, you can grab somebody from California, you can grab somebody from the UK anywhere in the United States and just find one constant similarity that holds everybody together. And that is something just so so extremely powerful that you have acquired, you've you've acquired, you've probably always had this gift. So the fact that it's all coming full circle now is just I mean, to me, it's an inspiring story in itself, truthfully. You got people who are listening to music that they've never heard before. You're yeah. putting people up on stories that they probably never would have heard because of you. And for some, uh, for whatever reason, someone can relate to it.
1: That's the beauty it... of it. That is the... Ex- Uh-oh. It's to Oh, can you hear me?
0: hear me there we go you're kind of laggy
1: oh am i back
0: um still still, just a little bit
1: oh you know what i'll be back
0: yeah just come back just come back just come back yo but uh willy nillies i guess at this time we will you know we'll we'll just talk about everything like What did you guys get from this conversation so far? Because um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling extremely emotional right now. And, um, you know, I would just hope that this conversation resonates with you because it it means a lot, especially from, like, my perspective. It just means a lot that we can be the glue for so many other people because nobody really – I feel like not a lot of people really want to be that glue.
1: Sorry, I'm back.
0: There she is.
1: Sorry, I I was on Wi-Fi the whole time. Holy shit!
0: Oh, that's <laughs> hella funny. Um,
1: there was one thing I wanted to say. Oh. For acting schools, I wrote like a lot of essays and stuff, and I I had to think about like why why we're doing this. And this is exactly the thing, like you know. When you have a story from someone from Japan, this person from the U.S maybe because of language, but maybe also because of the distance, would have never heard the story, but there's something that connects them so much. Like what you just said, that we could, like you could share in forms of anything, in music, lyrics, uh, play, documentary, the moment the other person understands it is like, shit, I feel the same way. That gives, again, we don't wanna be lonely. The moment we connect, There's this little, the whole TV thing, the whole radio show thing. We're back. We're back in this world. And also that's um, another dream was, that's why my dream was to have a music festival once a year. That was my dream back then. I wanted to. Willie
0: Chilla. Willie Chilla for real. I was like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I started to be a photographer, like working uh, on Osaka uh, Summer Sonic, which I went to every year uh, and taking pictures. But then I was like, I wish I could organize something like this because something where the whole world could come together, but also like unrepresented people from Japan, like not unrepresented, but like not the
0: major, major people, but like,
1: you know, sharing music, stuff like that. But yeah, sorry. I
0: Hey honestly if we're joking about Willy Chella you know I holy shit I think it's, it's like gonna 90, happen I think 99% gonna happen we do Willy Chella Who wants
1: the wristbands now we're gonna <laughs> This is like fire festival we're, we're gonna We're giving
0: out VIP badges for uh. Yep Willy Chella
1: 2022
0: <laughs> You know Get that right. would be honestly that would be a cool thing if we use like Willy Nilly show is kind of like a uh kind of like how Scam Artists or Snapback does like their stuff but we do Willy Chella via here
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait! You had that idea already. It's gonna be a surprise, yeah.
0: I don't know. You, you heard said it, fir- it. You heard it here yeah. first.
1: Okay, Maybe. I'm writing it down. By the way, <laughs> on our Willy Nilly show notes, right. Willy uh, Oh okay. my god. Um, you know what? I'm glad we had this um background, and I'm I'm sure we're gonna go back in other episodes too randomly because this. I just wanted to cover one thing. The reason we said we're going to start this podcast or what we wanted to do with this is to be also free. Free, as free as we can. Because when we have our streams, right? Like main is music first and then we also do chat. But there's sometimes things that we want to talk about more, but you're kind of worried to just turn it off completely and then be like, okay, let's just talk, you know? Because... Yeah. But we wanted to have a place where we can talk freely as well. Um and I know this one got a little emotion- more emotional, but I think that was important to like yeah. just just get to know us. Um I learned a lot about you too now. Like because we don't know each other. Honestly, <laughs> like, we don't really yeah. know each other.
0: <laughs> so like like we know our energies in line, we just don't know yeah, each other like that.
1: It's like oh Oh, you're Nico? Sorry, I didn't know your name. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but no, for real, like, this is, yeah. But we also wanted to just, like, be openly stupid, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just we just have to be, the uh, freedom. We wanted to be willy-nilly about uh everything that we talk about. Every- but, you know, j- just a disclaimer, I might say some shit that might piss somebody off. But oh. that might also be something that can make somebody happy. I don't know. That's all yes. I'm saying. And we talked
1: about this too, but I would love, because I think we do agree on a lot of things, but I also said, like, I can tell that you're a very good listener. And by that, I mean, active listener. I would love to find topics where we actually disagree because I, I hate when people just stand for their opinion just to win, but I think we could actually discuss Oh, for sure. Actually discuss with pro and cons and see if any of us goes out with a different opinion, because it's not about winning or losing, but I miss those kind of discussions as well. Yeah. No, we're not going to go over pancakes in front of <laughs> No. Oh my God.
0: Here, here's the first debate. No. Pineapple on pizza.
1: Okay. I say yes.
0: I say yes too. Okay. We, okay, we got to,
1: yeah, done.
0: Done. you know, chat, you know, it, <laughs> For our future episodes, let's find some stuff that me and Lily can like seriously disagree on. I would love to see that. Um, but you know, we we are coming up on two hours, so Lily, I know we had a couple more things that we wanted to talk about, and yes. uh, you know, one being, um, it's now January twenty twenty one. Yes. What were uh What was one of your twenty twenty one resolutions? Balance. Mm-hmm. Same. Same. Balance.
1: Because it's just, we have one health, we have one life, balance, like we talked about this, but it's amazing to go in for 100% or 300%. It is. And I think you can achieve so much. It's needed. But then recognizing the moments when it's not needed right now, like that's so important too. You're the only one who can protect yourself. That's what I learned with doing like several like jobs and like side hustles and everything. No one's gonna take care of you. No one's gonna be like, you know, you should rest. No one's gonna do that. Everyone's yeah. thinking about their own profit. So
0: I think on Twitch everyone tells both of us to rest. That <laughs> is true.
1: But in that but you know what I mean? It's about this like you're the only one who's gonna take care of yourself.
0: Yeah, no, truthfully, I, I think once um adulting comes into play, quote unquote, um that Ooh. is the most important thing. Yeah. Because, you know, a couple of years ago, I was the type of person that just went, you know how you said you go 100% on something and you kind of just, you just solely focus on that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when I go 100% on something or when I used to go 100% on something, everything else around me just kind of yeah. dissipates. Yep. Which isn't the best thing to do. And so, you know, I have to agree that for 2021, even though I felt like I've gained some balance in my life from the past couple of months, like, balance is also my New Year's resolution. Like, you know, I have obviously the Twitch stuff. I have my family to take care of. I, you know, I have Jay Quinn. I still have a personal, I want to play Pokemon. I still want to hang out with my friends. Like, there's so many things that cast. There's just so many things in my life that I need to just make sure that it just all falls in line to where when I do go to the willy nilly show or I do stream, that is when I give it my 100%. -hmm. But when it's done, step back. And now it's like, what can I apply my 100% to next?
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Don't dance on all weddings. That's how we say it. I don't know if you have a thing like that. Do not dance on all weddings how to balance life yeah i mean you know what actually i've had this resolution before but coming here it really made me understand like being here with my family i mean it is what time is it it's like 3 a.m here right so they're asleep <laughs> <laughs> so i'm using the time when i'm not taking anywhere but you know it started the first few days i was like irritated a little bit i'm like wait i cannot just go on the stream like I actually have to talk like when is our lunch when are we making dinner okay what do I do it was a little confusing to me in the beginning I'm like oh my god where's my freedom it's gone but then spending more you know I took some streams off and like I was like okay this is what it is I need to learn to have this balance I need to know how to coexist with people again and do what I love but it has to be all in a good like Good amount and and
0: yeah yeah apply apply your one hundred percent when it's applicable yeah or wait is that kind of redundant
1: (laughs) (laughs) applicable apply your
0: apply Apply your one hundred percent when when needed I guess when necessary
1: when necessary but because you know at some point. I, I started noticing like here too that I was so drained <laughs> that's <why I> only, <laughs> <laughs> I one only applicable. <laughs> that was it. Right. Oh my god.
0: Oh fuck. Wait, I gotta keep that one but, up actually.
1: <laughs> but see, this is why like you can get like kind of you give something a hundred percent the whole time, but then you're not really present in the other times, and that's what I don't like. Like, I I also want to be present in my other times and not just be draining me, like, okay, I actually can't do shit because I'm tired from the one thing. Like, that's not cool.
0: Well, like, you know, I I like to think of it as emotions too. Like, if you are happy, if you're on your high of being happy, enjoy the happiness.
1: Yeah. Truly
0: enjoy it. But also, too, if you are sad, if you're feeling some type of way, Be 100% sad and understand, truthfully understand what being sad is to you. Yes. Because once you understand that and you are in a very similar moment, you will recognize if that is your rock bottom. You will Mm -hmm. recognize it. And then if you recognize what your rock bottom is, you'll also know how to get out.
1: Yeah. And Absolutely.
0: When you're 100% happy you'll know what that feels like and you might want to chase it again. You want to you wanna find things that will make you 100% happy again. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I apply that to my life and I hope that in 2021, not only myself, not only Lily, but everybody who's in this chat room and everybody listening to this podcast, like I hope that the number one thing, if not at least your top priorities during this particular year is just balance balance yourself out. Figure out Mm -hmm. what your priorities are and apply 100% every single time. Um, And listen
1: to your gut. Listen to your gut. Train it. Because, yeah, I know how it feels when it's gone. And I know the moment when I felt, wow, it's back.
0: That's what she said.
1: (gasps) Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Like, literally?
0: I'm sorry. You know I have to break up the serious moments with some coffee. (laughs)
1: Yes, because we're gonna get real stupid right now. No, um, but (laughs) yeah, it's true though. It's true. It's like true. It's nice to be able to listen to yourself and be like, "Wait, give me that moment to listen." If I really like this right now, and it's okay to not know right away. Like, sit down and think about it. Yeah,
0: seriously, seriously. Um, Stop. I, I guess we get to so. Willy Nillies, we are gearing towards the end of this first episode, and we did want to do special segments towards the end. Yes. Um, three things that we want to go over. One, um, random questions at the end, either coming from myself or Lily. Two, a streamer spotlight where we highlight any streamer, whether it be a DJ, a gamer, a... uh uh Cap driver. Uh, uh, app driver, an in-real-life person, just any streamer. And we have one more thing that we want to share with you like towards the end, so please stick around. Um, I guess for the first episode, Lily wanted to ask me some random questions. So. Five
1: random questions.
0: I don't know any of these questions, by the way. So. Yep.
1: Okay. So these are really random questions, have nothing to do with, with what we talked about. Maybe it will, but these are pre-planned from me. And, um, okay, I'll start with a really –
0: Shout out to Auction Scout. Um, found this channel by accident. We tired of music and needed some chat talk.
1: Oh my god. Shout out to
0: Auction Scout. We appreciate you family. Welcome appreciate in. You? Welcome in.
1: Hello. Yes, David knows my cab driver. Okay. To, uh, shout out to Trahi Boy. He's an amazing cab driver on Twitch. Okay. Um first question. Um uh, is there a metaphor that you wish you that you wish existed? Or you used once and no one understood?
0: <laughs> a metaphor that I used that nobody understood.
1: Or you wish that existed. I can give you a little um, yeah, give example. Me an example. Yeah. Um, so a few days ago, um, uh, uh, Jay actually uh, texted me, Hey, sorry, I missed your stream, but I was, um, I guess I was exploring NASA. And I was like, Ha ha ha, that's so funny because I thought he used that as an expression for, I was asleep. I was thinking NASA, universe, um, stars. So I was like, oh, that's so funny. And then he sent me actual pictures of like a NASA museum. He's like, no, I was actually exploring NASA. But then-
0: Oh, like literally.
1: He was literally at a NASA museum. Then I was like, yo, this would, I kind of want to spread that. Oh, I guess I was exploring NASA, like as in, I was sleeping. Is there anything like that?
0: Um, I don't think I have anything that deep. But, I mean, <laughs> you guys know me. Like, I I like to crack out a lot of jokes. And so uh, I think the one metaphor or whatever I usually say whenever I leave a place is like, all right, guys, I'm going to make like a baby and head out. What? Yeah, I wish people used that more. <laughs> Tell I'm gonna me what make, it means. I'm going to make like a baby and head out. Because when women give birth, the head yeah. is the first thing to come out.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> all right,
0: all right, guys, I'm going to head out. No, I'm going to make like a baby and head out.
1: Oh, my God. That's not bad. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. Whoa. Yeah,
0: no, okay. that's my shit. I, I say that like not every time I oh leave, but when God. applicable. I apply when applicable.
1: Uh, please, everyone, apply when cli- <laughs> applicable. I can't. Okay. Apply, when cli- apply when applicable. Apply when applicable.
0: Apply when applicable.
1: When you leave, say, I'm gonna make a baby
0: and crown. What I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make like a baby and crown. Crown, I want to cut like a c section. I'm gonna cut like a c section.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) you guys, you guys
0: make Make like like a a tree tree and leave.
1: leave. Oh my god, Carrie.
0: There we go. There we go. See, y'all catch my drift. Y'all picking up what I'm throwing down.
1: Let's spread it. Okay, that was one. And now, going off of that, um, if you were an astronaut, what, which which planet would you go to? <laughs> okay, this I came up last because I didn't know what to do. Ooh. If you if I- were an astronaut for a day. Yeah. And you can pick, and it doesn't take as long.
0: Yeah. Uh, me being an anime lover and just me giving, like, obscure answers, I would pick planet Namek. So, that? I'm into Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and Namek, <laughs> DJ Great Dane said Uranus. <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> Fuck, that was a missed opportunity to say Uranus!
1: There you go. Great Dane got it.
0: Great Dane won. <laughs> but... Me me just like giving not straightforward answers sometimes like I would say planet Namek which is uh it's a Dragon Ball Z uh planet mm-hmm. w- which has like an entirely different way uh, race of like oh. green alien people basically. And why so, would you like to go there? Because like one it's kind of like uh it's almost a wasteland but it kind of looks like what I think Mars would look like.
1: Oh. Essentially. Okay. But
0: the fact that these people can talk telepathically, the fact that they can fly, all that type of stuff—like, why wouldn't I want to learn how to talk telepathically and just be one with myself and Ooh. figure out, and not figure out, not only an entirely different like um, ethnicity, but an entirely different race of beings? Damn. I'm sorry, y'all wanted to hear Uranus I... or something like that. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> that <answer>. was uh,
1: <laughs> wow. Um. Okay. Okay. This question people have. Wait, no, let's do that one later. Is there anything you bought? Let's do 2020. Is there anything you bought in 2020 that you regret that you bought?
0: 100. percent It's a what bike. What is it? it's A bike. A
1: bike. A regular bike.
0: A bike. Because first and foremost, uh, Willy Nillies, I do not know how to ride a bike. But no. I was like, "Fuck it! I'm gonna ride a. I'm gonna learn how to ride a bike." Oh. So this is what happened. Oh my god! I'm so happy that we got here. Lenny from Queens had a <laughs> flashlight. Jesus
1: Christ!
0: <laughs> Did you know you can actually get flashlights? Um, <laughs> you can get flashlights with uh specifically uh, I guess molded vaginas of porn stars. That's
1: what Lenny bought.
0: I mean, I don't know if Lenny bought that. He just had a (laughs) flashlight. Okay. I'm just saying it's, it's out there willy Mm -hmm. nilly. So I regret buying a bike and it's because I bought this bike with my friend Louie and I was like, yeah, you know, I know how to ride a bike. Not Mm -hmm. really. I know how to balance on a bike, but I couldn't like ride a bike. So the first day I remember they were like, hey, do you have a helmet? I'm like, no, I don't have a helmet. They're like, okay. Well, we're just going to go up and down the street type of shit. You know, just kind of go in circles. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'm over here like I'm on the bike. I'm kind of like behind him. My friend, he makes a left turn. And then he was like, Nico, hold, watch out. There's a car. I'm I'm like, so I see the car and I'm making a left turn. The car ends up making a right turn, going on the exact same street I am, and I saw that he was going toward me, and I just said, fuck. Oh, my God. And literally the car hits me, and my – hold on. Let me show you the photo. The car hits me, and my head – imagine a bowling ball. Oh, my God. Imagine a bowling ball just hitting the windshield. No. That is literally what happened when my head impacted the car. I just remember getting up. Oh, I found it. I found it. Uh, What? That's what my head did to the car.
1: What happened to your head, though?
0: Oh, I got up. And, you know, I was kind of just like, ugh. But then I texted Jay Quillen, and I was like, LOL, I got hit by a car. Holy fuck. It, it literally said, LOL, I got hit by a car. Oh <laughs> and so she called me. She's like, what What do you mean you got hit by a car? I was like, I got hit by a car. She was like, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, I mean, yeah, I feel fine. <laughs> you are not from
1: this world, Yo. <laughs> yo.
0: Like, you are from Nama,
1: Nama something from Nemic
0: from Planet Namek,
1: <laughs> yeah. You're from there, that's why you want to go back there. Yo, oh my god,
0: yo, I oh my god, like, I mean, I was taken to the hospital that night. Obviously, they checked me out, and everything was good. Um, and I, I slept for like damn near three days straight. I was probably asleep for like 12 hours or something. No like concussion, no concussion. I mean, there was, like, shards of glass, like, on my forehead and whatnot and in my head. And uh, <laughs> that explains a lot about Nico. Yo. Um, but, you know, like, I, I ended up going to, like, a chiropractor. I got, like, uh, an MRI. I got everything uh, just to, like, check off the list. But they said, like, yo, like, you're really lucky because everything checks out fine. I was like, all right, bet. Wow. So... If we go back to the one purchase of twenty twenty that I truthfully regret, it was it was that it um, was a three it was a three hundred dollar fixie bike at that, and I do not wear it. I do not ride it anymore. That is a did, di- walking death trap.
1: I did not think that this question would bring this story out. <laughs> wow, I have a I lot of stories.
0: I was like maybe like a, like
1: a Swiffer or you know like whatever like this weird like mixer or whatever not mixer how do you call them smoothie maker okay cool. That's a bike. I also you thought you pick? meant a
0: mixer like a, like an S11 or something. No,
1: never would regret the S11 stomp. Um okay, this question people have heard me asking this a lot, but I just want to get it out to you too. If someone gives you a 10 no, if someone gives you $10,000 oh, right I now, wait, but you have to spend it all on traveling, okay? You have to Ooh. and there's no covid. Where do you go? Japan. Can you, from where you are right now?
0: I would go, I would, I would go to Japan because like, I'll tell you this. If I ever go to Japan, I'm probably not going (laughs) to (laughs) leave. Like, I I think it only takes about, I think it only takes like $5,000 to actually start living in Japan. And like, you know, you could find a job, so on and so forth. It doesn't take that much money to live in Japan. So with $10,000, that's obviously going to pay, pay for the plane ticket and maybe, yeah. like, you know, a couple months worth of just, like, uh, you know, housing for a bit. But if I end up finding a spot and I end up finding a job, I'm not going to leave Japan. I could stream from Japan. Like, what?
1: And, and- uh, yeah, a lot of foreigners make a lot of money because teaching English.
0: Exactly. I heard all you have to do is just get some sort of certification. I'm just like, well, I've been speaking English my whole life. I could do this shit.
1: People don't need certifications. I've lived with people. No one had certifications. Yes. I also had one job, uh, one of them. It wasn't as well paid, but I was in this little English. We just got the newspaper because it's 4 Um, uh, (laughs) a.m. It was an English village where students would come in. And just by you talking to them for 10 minutes, they get a stamp in their passport. And this, this is like a credit for their English class. Yeah. But it was like one of the coolest jobs. But all these people I worked with there, they were all full-time also in the English school. They were all just native speakers. They didn't have any certification, nothing. They had a great life. They had money. They were living a good life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not truthfully. And to answer uh, Gout Klaus' question, yes, myself yeah. and Jake Quillen. we we actually talked about moving to Japan.
1: Really? Yo, wait, Jake Quillen speaks Japanese.
0: Yeah, and she speaks Japanese. Oh my god!
1: And you could both teach.
0: Yeah, I would. Uh, truthfully, here here's my here's my plan: go to Japan, live out there, get a job at the Pokemon Center. Okay. And then DJ, I, I'm good.
1: No, for it, real, for real. Oh,
0: no, seriously, I'm I'm being dead ass, and this is not part of the question. But it's always been my dream to uh, work with the Pokemon company in some way, shape, or form. It's always been my dream. It's
1: gonna happen. It's gonna so, happen. Yo, no. can I just point out Claire's um, comment? Nico teaching English. No regrets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. See, y'all messing me yeah. up. With, oh, my God. No regrets. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice
1: catch. Nice catch.
0: No regrets. No <laughs> regrets.
1: <laughs> nice catch. Okay. Um. And I want to... Um. There's... Wait. One, two... There's one more question left. Yeah. and But to this one, I want to say, actually, I would love to... Because I've been asking everyone this question... Um, I would love to do this as a game one day on a stream where we actually have to plan out ten thousand dollars, where we actually have to look up the price and actually come to zero. Plan a what? fake trip, like separately. You, you know what I mean. That'd be a fun game.
0: Oh, oh, not so really. Qu- book things. Oh, so that question on stream. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you to, know, I, that's yeah. a really valid question.
1: And. Because this, I love to ask, because what I do is Google traveling, Google Maps traveling. Okay. I've talked about this, but it's really fun, especially during quarantine, to go on Google Maps or Google Earth and use that little Street View guy and actually walk around and travel. Oh. I've been to Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii, but through that, I've been to Hawaii. I've been, I've been traveling during quarantine on Google Maps, and this is way more fun than you would think. Mm. So try it out, everyone. Okay. Last question. What is one thing is or is there anything that you do always, always, always before every stream? Is there a certain routine? Like, is there one last thing you do? What is the last thing you do before you start the stream?
0: What is one last thing or some sort of like daily ritual I do before or after a stream?
1: Right before the stream. Right right the last the stream. thing you do before you turn on. Is there any ritual that you might not be aware of? that you do um,
0: probably scratch my nuts <laughs> <laughs> no i'm actually thank you everybody
1: <laughs> that was our first episode of really really show thank you for tuning in
0: i'm no, out. <laughs> because- <laughs> no because i quit no guys-, okay. guys guys have this issue to where we get like we get like penis wedgies You know, you know when like the no, 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 no. I'm being dead ass here. You know how like you get, know how you get wedgies in the ass, and you kind of got to pick it. Yeah. When when I wake up, like, like the boxers kind of like scrunch up on my nuts, so I gotta Mm -hmm. like,
1: yeah, kind (laughs) of like
0: I gotta let them loose. Can I say what
1: my thing was? And this will be such a contrast. Oh yeah, yeah. I I know this sounds weird, but I put perfume on. That's my last thing, and yours is scratching your not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you got to think about it. I literally – so I literally – I set my alarm every day at, like, 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. Every yeah. day. And so I'm just like, okay, do I want to get up now or do I kind of want to, like, rush into my stream? Because either way, I got to get up. I got to brush my teeth. <laughs> I got to make sure I'm feeling fresh at least. Right? If I'm lazy, I'm just going to wear the same shirt that I wore to bed. If I want to feel a little bit fresh, I just end up putting on a different shirt. Mhm. And then boom. You know, just, you know, <laughs> undo the wedgie? Mhm. All right guys, good morning. We do this every <laughs> single morning 8:30 a.m. PST. What is popping?
1: No, everyone. Everyone will think of that when you start <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're like every time, every time I'm on because I'm right-handed. Every time he's doing this, like damn, like he really just touched his nuts right now. Now he's like, I never want to touch Nico's turntables.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. These questions were good. Now that I heard the answers,
0: okay. Twitter has helped me become blatantly honest. That's good. So keep going. Anyways. <laughs> oh, Jay yeah. Collins, like, like look at what she said. What what? I touch your turntables. <laughs> oh, yeah. That could be. Hey, man, look. I wash my hands, too.
1: Wait, wait what did it say? I read oh. something. Neely Willie said what?
0: So so one sniffs their pits before streaming, and the other one jangles their tangle. <laughs> 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 I love it. Huge
1: shout and- out. Neely Willie, um, whose fault it is that I cannot pronounce our show yet. I keep messing it up. I just can't get myself to say willy nilly show yet. I will have to practice. <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, you know, those are—that's a great string of random questions. See that? that I really need to step up for like uh, the next podcast.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna do this every time: five questions to each other.
0: Yes. And we also have uh, two more things that we want to do to end off every right. single podcast. Um, we want to call this the uh, streamer spotlight so we want to highlight um, streamers whether they be gamers musicians DJs or whoever um, on Twitch um, mm-hmm. For my pick I actually want to shout out my cousin who you bank with he is a gamer extraordinaire out of Alameda California in the bay area and the reason I want to give him a shout out is because um, as soon as I started on Twitch and I put it on Instagram, he hit me. He's like, cousin, you're on Twitch. I'm like, yeah. He's like, bro, I'm going to help you out. Anything you need, I got you. And so he was there on my first stream. He was trying to like figure out, all right, because you know you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to add Nightbot. You got to do that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, okay. So you know, I want to give a huge shout out to my cousin, who you bank with, because he has just been – oh, there we go. He has just been – insane he's been a huge help a huge help and please like if you're a gamer if you're into uh things like fortnite if you're into among us please 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 give my cousin who you bank with a follow he is if you love my energy you will love his energy he is probably me times three and that's without music so
1: damn
0: <laughs> damn <laughs> Lily, who's your pick?
1: Okay. Uh, Gamer as well. Oh! Not just one. There's two of them. And they call themselves Tank Bros Gaming. I was first introduced to this channel through Average Husband, another amazing streamer. Um, They raided into Tank Bros Gaming. And I remember... It just started, they're playing like Mario Kart. I'm like, cool, I'm going to watch a little bit. But they are so hilarious. Gal Cloud knows, Cobra knows. They are so hilarious. It's just, you're staying there for whatever game they're playing. I don't care. Like, I watch the game because they're so funny. And so, such amazing, like, kind to guys, really. I love it. And then I was always falling asleep to them. So I didn't talk much in the chat. But now I try to talk. There's not much to say for me, but, like, I try to say hi, It's your creepy lurk. Um, mm-hmm. but I love them. Yes, please follow Tankcro's gaming. They're really hilarious. They're amazing. I just like, I wish they would stream right now. I can't. It's,
0: it's something about the gamers, like, you know, it, I think it's the same reason why I stay on my cousin who you bank with. It's just because i'm not I'm not necessarily there for the game. I just want to see what he's talking about, yeah, yeah. And so oh. Give Dude, them a follow after this, man. Please. Um, and so now me. one more thing that we wanted to uh, share with you guys is that since we're both DJs, we actually came up with the idea that we wanted to share a dun dun dun, dun, dun Spotify playlist with you guys. Yay! So if you use exclamation point, exclamation point um, <laughs> exclamation point spotify. You will be directed to our Spotify playlist, which contains two sets of songs from each of us. One being a song from an underground artist, a song from somebody that you may or may not know, and two, a guilty pleasure song. Yes. Um, I guess I'll go first. The underground artist that I want to put everybody up on is a uh, Code of the Friend. He is actually a rapper from New York. And uh, he has this song called Long Beach. It's a very up-tempo song, probably sitting at like 115 BPM. Um, Lily, I know you're going to fuck with this song so tough. Damn,
1: I can't wait to. Because I didn't know what you're picking. So this is exciting.
0: Yeah. And then uh, my guilty pleasure song. Um, This is the white girl in me. Uh, Pieces, (laughs) Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson.
1: Oh, my God. I love it. All the pieces, pieces. Pieces. And a Monday Peace. and a Tuesday and a Wednesday <laughs> and a Thursday. I love exactly. all the songs where they list up the weekdays. Same yeah, with Craig David. That's I why Craig David.
0: Yo, that's why Saturday Love is one of that's literally in my top ten.
1: Oh. All the weekdays, but, just give me the weekdays.
0: Yes. Um, oh my God. so Lily wanted to highlight her songs. Yes. Her underground song and also Guilty Pleasure.
1: Yeah, so my um, Underground song, um, I do not know much about them. Uh, by Big Wild, it's called Six to Nines. Um, crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. I song. love that record. And it's especially the Neil Francis remix. Mm-hmm. I, You know how you sometimes have already names that you trust? When it says <laughs> remix, you're like, okay, whatever it is, just give it to me, because I know I love it. So Neil Francis is one of them. And um, I listened to, I think, three versions of this song, and I like this the best. Um, really recommend it. And then my guilty pleasure is Ronan Keating with Life is a Roller Coaster. I don't know if that was just a Europe thing, but it's, um, he's from the UK, I think, or Ireland. But, anyways.
0: You know, he- truthfully, like, uh, when you sent me the songs, I didn't know either of them, but I was like, yo, oh. like, these are a vibe. I fuck yeah. with it.
1: Even life is a roller coaster, right? Yeah, I like it.
0: I was just listening to it, and I was actually listening to your songs in the background as I was making this overlay.
1: Oh, damn!
0: So you know, that's
1: that's why it came (laughs) out like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my god! Well, thank you guys so much for uh, joining us on the first Willy Nilly Show podcast episode one. The introduction. Um. Our next episode will be on January 20th.
1: Yep. 20th.
0: Which is also inauguration day over here in the U S of a. Yep. So I think we're going to talk about that.
1: Yep. We, we seem to be hitting some political dates with today and in two weeks, but yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know, if you guys have uh, any suggestions, anything that you would like to see on the podcast, Please feel free to hit myself or Lily up. Put it in the discords, and uh, we will see what we can do, my friends. Um, my name Thank is Nico A. Here. Blitz.
1: Sorry, I'm Lily K.
0: And we appreciate each and every one of you. We will see yeah. you guys tomorrow, Lily. What time are you on again tomorrow?
1: Uh, 10 uh, ten 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 thirty Eastern, seven thirty Pacific.
0: Okay, I guess that makes me eleven thirty. Eastern. A.m. Eastern and 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Yeah!